Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You are listening to Hot 5, Transformers History on the Fives, the podcast where we look back on the week in Transformers history in five-year jumps. Hot 5 is hosted by Rob Clay and features patrons of Radio Free Cybertron from our Touch tier. If you'd like to be on the show, and you're a patron at the Touch tier, send an email to contact at tfradio.net with the subject Hot 5. If you're not a patron, sign up at patreon.com slash tfradio. Your support helps make everything we do possible. Merry Christmas, everybody. You are listening to History on the Fives, the podcast by and for patrons of Radio Free Cybertron, where we take a look at the history of Transformers in 12-year 12 12-year 12 jumps. No, I, we're not that far behind yet. Five-year jumps. I don't know where the 12 came from. Days of Christmas. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's not even the 12th. It's the, it's December the 13th, 2022. And we're going to be, uh, yeah, we, we are actually going to be jumping forward to the Christmas week for this episode. And, uh, uh, with me this week, clockwise on my screen, we've got spider Bob who deserves some special thanks for pulling together our show notes at the very last moment. You're welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You know, to listen to me grumble about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. And Joey Russell. Hello, and he did it in the dad voice. So we all got the we got the dad voice. That's right, you get, they all got the dad lecture. Dad needs at least yeah. a week's notice for changes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. If you've got a school gonna... project, if there's a concert, if your friends and you are going to go hang out at the movie theater, I need to know at least a week in advance. Okay, Bob. I, it was a so last minute I, idea I had. Look, okay, look for this. You're the problem some, child. I am. <laughs> we're going to need some poster board. I don't know if you have any. Actually, I probably do. <laughs> you probably do. I kept As that kind in, of stuff around just in, in case. reserve. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I learned yeah. my lesson the hard way. And also Sean Hamilton. Mary, it's me, Sean. Don't you recognize me, Mary? <laughs> we're working for Potter now. Why, why are you wearing glasses, Mary? You didn't have them when we were married. You can tell Sean's been watching a lot of black and white uh, <laughs> movies. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a wonderful movie, Bob. Yeah, it's all right. It's Frank Capra. I've seen it enough as a kid. I find it kind of schmaltzy. I didn't see it at all until I was probably about 21 or two. I so. watched it years and years ago and just have not gotten back to it. Just I just still remember the uh, bit from Batman the Animated Series, though. I always wanted to watch that. Never could get past the title. But that, that's, that's Potter talking. You got you to gotta get out of the, of, of the shicks. <laughs> Shacks. Get out of the what? The shack, you know, you know, you used to live in one there. Remember what Potter charged you for rent for that beat old shack? <laughs> oh, shack. Shacks. Okay. Okay. I wasn't I watched sure. It yesterday, it's very fresh. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't sure whether we were talking about shacks or checks. So <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> so I'm guessing that uh, the. Uh, <clears throat> The dawn of the day is going to go more, lean more into it's a wonderful life. It's 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 a Christmas Carol this year. Well, yeah, it has been so far. I didn't know if you were going to like mash them up. No, not yet. I don't know. We're still in Christmas present in real life. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, blah. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Uh, just, it's, still, it's, it's just amazing how, you know, tr- uh, trying to host this just tends to void my brain some days. Just, I don't understand. <clears throat> I just don't understand. It's the pre-show. It's the pre-show. Yeah. It just gives you whack poo brain. Yeah. It makes whack you feel any brain. better, Mom. Whack yeah. poo brain. Yes. It makes you feel any better. My brain stays that way, Rob. So you're, you're in good company. <laughs> so you learn terms like that from watching Adventure Time with your kids. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we will uh, get started. Uh, first off is December 25th, which uh, is, of course, Christmas every year. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, they're a uh, the only uh, notable thing that happened on that day besides Christmas was the Headmasters episode Mystery of the Space Pirate Ship, which premiered in Japan on uh, December 25th, 1987, um, which was episode 23 of the series. The Autobot and Decepticon clones entered the fray as both factions search for the hidden proton energy of Pirate Planet. So, yep, they're on a planet. The one group of clones has half of this skull emblem. And the other clones have the other half and they're fighting over it. And then it turns into a map, which then they put into a skull, uh, like the head of a skull that turns into a giant pyramid. And it turns out that's where the pirates had been stowing away all this energy. And if you misuse the energy, it will destroy the planet. So hidden message there, kids, about environmentalism. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was pretty cloning? much the episode. Who are they and cloning? Only episode I can think of that had the Autobot and Decepticon clones in it. <clears throat> Potter clone them? <laughs> no, I, who knows, man? They could have come from Planet Clone. It's like there's a planet for everything in uh, in Headmasters. I bet yeah. they charge for, for, for food and rent there, too, just like in here. Fact, <clears throat> the Autobot and the Decepticon clones were buddies at one point in the past, and apparently uh, Galvatron uh, corrupted the Decepticon clones or so fat the clones that would become Galvatron. Decepticons. Do so what? Fat Galvatron or Crazy Galvatron? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I've never seen Fat Galvatron. Yeah, that's what he wants to become. Are you talking about uh, this is Unicorn? Yeah. Soon I will be part of the Earth. No, it, it was not. It was not Grand Ga- uh, Grand Galvatron. It was uh, Crazy Galvatron. But uh, yeah, he seemed to be able to corrupt them pretty easily. He made the darn that sound wave noise at them until they all went insane. (laughs) (laughs) His Skeletor moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was a good one. Darn you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that, uh, that puts us on to uh, December the 26th, which uh, actually fair amount of stuff happened there. Uh, No, right. Yeah, um, Transformers Armada Issue 6 was released by Dreamwave Productions. Uh, desperate for more power, Megatron captures the air defense team and reworks them into the Star Saber. And all the comic book shops are like, we don't want to be open today. Why are you putting our comic books? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that that was on a Wednesday. Yeah. Usually, though, whenever uh, Christmas, I mean, depending on you know what, where it fell in that particular year, like if Christmas is, was that week, they would usually be like a day late. So it yeah. could have been a Thursday. <clears throat> yeah. They used to have this place called comic book shops, kids, where you'd actually go and buy a physical comic book. Where you could be ignored by the staff because they were too shy to talk to you. <laughs> and if Especially you brought if your you wife in, they would go hide. Here's a girl in the yeah. shop. What am I going to do? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, True story. 
True <laughs> story, dude. There was a comic book shop I used to go to, and and you, you all are familiar with the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yes. guy works there. I mean, he <laughs> he literally was that dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've all seen that guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like they clone that guy and put him in various comics. All shows. the comic book there's, shops. Mm-hmm. There's like they comic. based that character on a true life guy that's in every comic book shop. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they did. It's almost like he's a trope. Yeah. <laughs> One thing he's lacking is the is the uh, the the uh, pipe. Oh, but of course, that's that's only if he's exposing comic book history. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he could say comic book shops are kind of history. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I mean, the ones that survived are the ones that do other stuff, like Funko Pops a plenty, oh, uh, <clears throat> and uh, card games and D and D and other you know tabletop type games. Because mm-hmm. very often they will set aside an entire part of the shop for that. The comics have become kind of ancillary, which is ironic considering that, you know, these characters are probably better known now than at any point in their history. Yeah, it is. But people don't like to read comics. Well, that's always been the case uh, in the 70s. You had a lot of comic book TV shows. People still didn't read them. And did. In fact, there was a downturn. The DC implosion occurred in the late 70s. When Wonder Woman was on TV, you know, after Batman had been on there, the Hulk and Spider-Man were on TV. But meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, well, I, I don't what? care what you say. Spider-Man is amazing friends made me read comic books. That was a great cartoon. Well, I mean, it was for the time. It was cool to see it on TV, but I mean, you were probably already reading them. No, I would imagine you were. Yep. Your parents didn't buy you Archie's. No. And things like that. Cause they, you know, that's what parents usually would buy for the kid. Uh, mine would buy me either like Bugs Bunny comics or Archie comics. But really what I wanted was, you know, the Hulk and Spider Man. I remember reading a Tarzan comic. It was pretty brutally violent, too. It was like, cool. how does he yell in the comic? Oh. It's not the same. New Tarzan? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's not the same. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Calling his jungle friends. <laughs> Unless you open the page up and it does that. Oh, that was a sound chip in it. Yeah. No, that technology did not exist around oh. 1976 oh. or 77. Yeah. Oh. I think that, use your that, imagination. I think that came out yes. of the Hallmark lab sometime in the 90s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, Joey nailed it in one. You have to use your imagination. Mm-hmm. If you were even familiar with Tarzan outside of the comics. Yeah. Exactly. My first exposure to Johnny Wise Muller Tarzan uh, was in the 80s. They would well, run the, uh, them on the, the local, local TV uh, stations. We at the local store, and the guy said, "Hey, kids, want to come in the back and film a Tarzan movie? You and <laughs> Arnold go back there and uh, come on. Everybody's favorite episode of Different Strokes. <laughs> come on! <laughs> oh, right. oh, okay. I remember okay. that. Now. Yeah, vaguely. come on. That's uh, all of those episodes were vague. I haven't seen them in so long. I, yeah. I wonder That's what kind of molestation garb- episode. Come on. A, I wonder what kind of vi- garbage bin is uh exists inside Sean's head. <laughs> he remembers all of this stuff. <laughs> I tell you what, all of those all those TV shows back then though had a very special episode where fill in the blank thing would happen. That was oh sure. Oh yeah. Know, absolutely. It was, it was its own PSA. It was its own PSA and the whole show was the PSA. I remember I do remember different strokes had a very special episode about uh, what is it called? Um, anorexia, where the uh-huh. the, the girl, whoever the, the girl, girl was, yep, that yep. lived there. The daughter was doing the binge and the purge. 
So do you, I mean, do you know why those episodes existed? Because the Federal Communication Commission had a requirement that the networks broadcast in the public interest. So they would have episodes that were, quote, publicly, you know, for the public interest, to educate the public about different things. So it's that's not how cool they fulfill their comedy. mandate. This mm-hmm. week on Battlestar Galactica, Starbucks discusses prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just have comedy. Well, it didn't have to be the, one particular show, but they would sprinkle it in. Among shows, yeah, it's the same that's... reason that Schoolhouse Rock exists. So when you would watch Saturday morning cartoons, in between the cartoons, you would get Schoolhouse it, Rock. Except so, Schoolhouse Rock was cool. Schoolhouse Rock was cool. They did it cool. They so it I mean, cool. there's a way to fulfill. Junction, junction, what's that function? Exactly. It I mean, you know, educational like nouns and adverbs. Educational <laughs> television can be entertaining. I mean, when I was a kid, I loved Sesame Street. No, I did too. Absolutely. I thought it was great. 7, 8, 9, 10, 9, 10 11, 12. That, that's, that's, uh, is that not Electric Company? No, no that, that was Sesame, Sesame, Street. Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. I'm Sesame Street. Electric Company was Spider Man. Oh, where you coming from? Spider Man. Nobody knows where you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll, yeah, no, when I was a kid, I loved watching Mr. Rogers and, and uh, Luxury Company. And uh, if you could forget about it, if Bob Ross came on in the middle, oh my gosh, I was just like, I don't know why. I don't know why I was not interested. It's the fro, in bro. It's the fro. It was, fro. The, it was the, it was the, the, the soothing voice. Man. It was. Mm-hmm. So it's Bob Ross. Uh, originally was a officer in, uh, I think in the air force in the mm-hmm. air force. Yep. And he was stationed in Alaska and that's where he taught himself to paint. And when he retired from the air force, he decided that he was going to be this really chillax guy because he was the guy everybody hated because he was always having to tell people what to do. And he wanted to be that guy no more. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. a drill sergeant. Yep. If you Mr. Rogers was a, what was a, a killing machine in Vietnam and his arms are covered in tattoos. That's why you always wearing long sleeves. That's a true story. <laughs> I, I'm doubting the veracity of that. It's one. true. Korea, maybe Korea, Korea Vietnam. <laughs> I don't think it was Vietnam. I think it was Vietnam. Uh, well, Korea. I mean, it was Korea. The, the U S had a presence in Vietnam from 1954 until 1975. So I guess it is. Well, yeah. They weren't in the hot war though. No, <laughs> it wasn't until or 65. Like yeah. <laughs> Speaking so of which, we're only on the first subject of December 26th. Yeah, I, know, I, right? I was about to say, yeah. The, My the, kids are out of school, so I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so after Seriously. the French were routed at, D- at Dien Bin Phu, that's when the Americans started upping their presence <laughs> in French. Vietnam. Damn French. French. Well, they were trying to recruit, they were trying to liberate their former colony from the um, Japanese. We ran out of baguettes. Yes. And <laughs> makes us very mad. Because it was originally French Indochina. And all of this mm-hmm. comes from an episode of Transformers Armada number six. Yep. No, it comes from who's the boss? Oh. <laughs> no, it comes <laughs> from different strokes. We all know. Different strokes. Different strokes. Bending and Tarzan. You must bend the baguettes and then pearls there so you can get your feel. But not now that we've officially, now what you we've talking officially, about, Jean-Pierre? Officially <laughs> gone off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we can even see the rails anymore at this point. No, the, <laughs> no, 
miles the sound of away. trains, Mary. It's one of the best sounds in the world. Trains. Train whistles, <laughs> bell, boat whistles. They're great sounds. They're okay. okay. Sorry, Rob. That's okay. But we will take this uh this we will take this golden moment of awkward silence to uh move on to the next entry, which is uh December twenty-sixth of two thousand seven. The animated episodes Transform and Rollout premiered in the U.S. That was the opening movie, episodes one through three. When a small crew of maintenance Autobots comes into the possession of the powerful Allspark, a battle with their long-forgotten enemies sends them crashing towards a strange distant planet known as Earth. So they had a movie, but it was just made up of episodes. Pretty much, yeah. Hour and a half, yeah. Yeah. So my kids really loved that show. In fact, my oldest still loves it. It's her favorite transformers uh media ever it was a it was a really good show it, it was, was. and it could have used another season it could have and that's her argument as well but i always remember them saying that they wanted to watch the the cartoon with the funny bumblebee mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because at the time of course you had bumblebee from the movie and then you had bumblebee from the cartoon in 2007 was when the you know the original uh, Transformers movie, you know, Michael Bay movie came out. That Bumblebee wasn't so fun. No, that Bumblebee was <laughs> to, and it's to this day just terrible. But <laughs> animated, though, anim- animated to me is, is if it's not going to be the original, you know, version of G1 with all the characters that we know and love, that, w- that was the best retelling uh, of that that I've ever come across yes mm-hmm. yeah well they even Period. have at the beginning of uh, the the first episode there's a little bit of an homage back to g1 because prime is watching uh yeah, the propaganda video yeah yeah well retelling i guess reimagining is probably the better word for it because sure. they just took everything that we already knew and they just i don't know they just, it just scrambled it around very, it was very g1 ish in the history of the so you're, you're saying it had reverence for G1. Yes. But it wasn't slavishly tied. No, mm-hmm. not even close. The, the, which... the, the most unique thing about that is that Autobots tended to be smaller than Decepticons because Decepticons well, were as they vehicles. would be. As, as they, they would, would be. be. Yeah. And, and, and like even mm. Autobot airplanes that were in G1 airplanes, they weren't airplanes in animated. They might be pilots, but they weren't airplanes. Sure. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you were to put a, uh, you know, uh, Abrams tank up against a semi tractor, that Abrams tank is going to be way bigger. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, that was her growing up. That was definitely her favorite. Now, I would say it's probably easily in my top five of uh, Transformers media. Uh, G1 is always going to hold the, the top spot just because it's the original and it's what I grew up with. Um, they cut out yeah. a scene in animated where it was the end of the great war or the last one of the last battles and all the Omega spaceships, mm-hmm. it was their final battle and they were all being taken out and it, and it was like a big scene and it would have been awesome, but they, they had to cut it because it would have taken up most of it. That's it's how third season was supposed to be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, I'll be honest. It took me a lot longer to warm up to transformers prime than it otherwise would have because. You know, I, all I could see was all this, you know, maneuvering to create the hub, which boy, is that, you know, lasted. What was yeah. the reason that we didn't get a fourth season of animated? And that, that really didn't sit very well with me at the Cartoon time. Cartoon Network was doing their best to hide the show, though. 
Well, mm. they yeah, they do they do tend to kill things. They're let's they're just, not good with. Let's just say things. synergy kills again. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, still still a great show, and I think still is it still readily available on DVD from Amazon? I hope so. Yeah, I've mean, I bought I've bought a, a whole series. So. Yeah, but uh, also uh, also on DVD and also you know viewable in very small part in the first episode Transformers animated. Uh, classic Transformers series one, part one and two was uh, released on DVD in the UK by Metrodome at pretty much the exact time we were all watching Transformers roll out. Nothing much to say about that because none of us are in England. So, no, we're not. Cheerio, England. Cheerio. Mm. Uh, mean, uh, meanwhile, in 2012, the uh, Transformers All Spark manga uh, hit. It's fourth episode, Plans of the Emperor of Destruction, which was in a uh, Japanese magazine. And uh, I know basically nothing about it, except that the wiki says it was by uh, uh, Naoto uh, Tsushima, who, uh, yeah, has done quite a few various Transformers comics and things. So in this one, it shows Megatron as being the Emperor of Destruction. Um, I thought for some reason that was Death Saurus. Uh, Emperor of Destruction is basically the uh japanese title for the leader of the decepticons so because ah, gotcha. of the destrons so they're the the leader of the destrons yeah so uh <clears throat> yeah so megatron galvatron scorponok uh overlord and Desaurus. i'm pretty sure we're all emperors of destruction in their in their uh time gotcha and the uh autobot equivalent is supreme commander or chief yeah i was yeah. gonna say or by the the sh- the the show would be chief. Yeah. Because boy did they say that a lot. Yes indeed. But or they translated it as that a lot. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. They translated. Yeah. Okay. Uh in twenty seventeen, the eighth episode of the Titans Return animation premiered on uh, Go ninety. Uh the episode was titled In Good Hands. Uh just when all hope seems lost, Optimus Prime arrives to turn the tide of battle. Always. Oh yes. Did, did, I think I watched this. Do we have a, a a chicken in there? Oh, what I say there, I say there, son. <laughs> I say, I say, boy. That's right. Yeah, I think that was Power of the Primes that we got Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Golly, that was so bad. Really kind of was. Or was it? Here we are talking about it. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's one of those things that's so stupid you can't possibly He was a Titan it. Master, wasn't he? He was a Titan Master, though, so I think it was Titan mm-hmm. Return. Um, so only yeah, his head he was, was Southern fried. He was, yeah, <laughs> apparently it was. Yeah. He was a, he was a Titans return toy, but I thought he didn't show up until, uh, until power, uh, power of the primes here. Does that mean that it has no, Titan he does, master? Right, he does show up in episode 10 of Titans return. So, oh, so, so his, two episodes before him. Okay. His Titan master would have huh. had a separate name. So was his Titan master called Foghorn? Yes. Yes. Uh, I I wish we got the I wish we'd gotten the uh, Japanese issue that had two uh, Titan Masters because then yeah they could be Foghorn and Leghorn. Horn and Leghorn. Golly, <laughs> that would be so perfect. I say, I say, I say, boy. Okay, yeah. So uh, Overlord apparently appears in the first episode of Titans Return, and then d- mostly appear or in the last episode of Titans Return, and as far as I can tell, shows up more in Power of the Primes. So I think. I'd have to actually watch these again to uh, <laughs> be sure, and no way. Don't. That's not worth it, dude. Don't do that to yourself. 
No. I've never watched them once. It's it's hard to it's hard <laughs> really? to watch them in order now because they don't have them. Hasbro had them on their thing where you could just watch them in order, and I, they don't anymore. It seemed yeah, to me yeah. that the animation was missing cells, like the movement. It was. It was. Oh, Bob. It was it was missing so much more than that. But yeah, it was. <laughs> it was it missing was, direction. It was missing good voice actors. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was CG, so a it, it was just a horrible frame rate. So hmm. missing. They grab some. They grab some guy. They're like, "Hey, you know how to do animation? Get over they, here." They they <laughs> they they said, "We got these strips of paper left over from the writing room for the movies. <laughs> we'll just put them. See what together. you can do with those. Mm-hmm. If we tape them together, we get a story." We'll, yeah, wonder what will happen. Funny. And thus came all of that garbage. That Hot Rod yeah. goes to give up the Matrix, and all of a sudden he's taken over by Unicron. It's not explained really how. It's not explained why. Yeah, then he turns into just uh, lo- Lobo. Yeah, he turns into Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> you mean he Lobo does. from the DC universe? Yes, yes. So he's the <laughs> he's the main man. He's he doesn't have a <laughs> motorcycle, but he's basically Lobo. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. yeah. And he helps Foghorn Leghorn take over. He sure yeah. does. <laughs> what a duo. Oh, yeah. Megatron's, Megatron's fighting the Constructicons because? For practice. Yeah. Well, they ain't sure evil yet. Yeah. Motormaster kills, uh, or Minosaur kills, kills. Copytron. Yeah, because and, call it, and calls him a nerd. Calls him a nerd and then kills him. Yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But then Motormaster gets taken down by, if I'm not Windblade. mistaken, Windblade. Yeah. Just, like bring and her girlfriend. Right, there were two jets. Mm-hmm. He kills and, one, so she kills him. Yeah, yeah, he kills the the one sort of nondescript. So that makes jet. her decide she's just going to kill the the high council. Yeah, don't go plead your case. I'm just going to go kill him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Bob. It's been missing so much more than animation. <laughs> so much more. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. So what you're saying is, in order to get you in the right frame of mind, you just got to drop a sheet of acid. And I think yes. I, there. <laughs> yeah, at the very least. And to cap it all go, off, they fight the Joker at the end. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, a Joker, at the, baby. <laughs> at the very least, you're going to need to take a few, uh, what is it called? Those are uh, Basically, the pot gummies. I don't know what they're called. Once again, once again, they meet Optimus Prime, who is not voiced by the guy who is who voiced Optimus Prime and is still available because he's still X. No, we're going to get Ron Perlman. We're going to pay more and get Ron Perlman to do it. Oh, to voice Optimus Prime. Primal. 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 Don't get Gary Chalk, who is available and probably costs less than Ron Perlman. Are you talking about the current movie? No, we're talking about this the first time he did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Because the yeah. movie Ron Perlman's also exactly. So let's not learn from our lesson where the where the fans oh. complained about it. Let's <laughs> double up on it and let's pay Ron down. Perlman even more than we'll pay Gary Chalk. Yeah. yeah. There's not that there's anything wrong with Ron Perlman. It's just that you, like Sean said, you have the actual guy available. You can still it's do it. It's not like he's mm-hmm. dead. It's not like he's not working yeah. anymore. It's not like and, there aren't fans of those Beast Wars cartoons that would remember his voice it's not like those fans didn't complain the last time ron perlman voice oh yeah sure yeah so like i said well go 90 that was success let's get ron perlman again yeah can, can <laughs> we get mark hamill to do his joker voice for megatron this time yeah you, you know what even come, to, go ahead I, I wonder if he was under contract and they had to allow him to voice 
Optimus Primal. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a weird contract. Well, that's a weird contract I mean, who knows? Like, they, they may have made a deal with him for so many projects. He was, a, he was a Beast Wars fan. He says, no, I want to be the voice of Optimus Primal for perpetuity. <laughs> for the <laughs> next 10 years or whatever. Because, <laughs> mm. I mean, that was, what was that? That was a half a dozen years ago, guys. I mean, oh, yeah. at least. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's a that's a heck of a weird contract. If that's what the, it was five years ago. Yeah. Was it five? Okay. Yeah. 2017. This is only five fives. years ago. We have now uh, made it through two days of, of uh, Christmas week. So, um, see, and we're going to uh, go to December 27th here in 1972. Voice actor Alex Scooby was born and he, and he played Prowl in the Transformers universe game that I think never actually got released or never escaped beta or something like that. Wow, the wiki really knows its business, don't it? He's the voice of yeah. Prowl that you never heard. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And then in 1992, the Headmasters episode, The Death of Ultra Magnus, aired in Malaysia, which we're not sure what that one was about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who could guess? Yeah. <gasps> well, in Transformers, to be honest, it doesn't mean anything. True, yeah. true. But uh, yeah, the... Uh, you know, yeah. Ultra Magnus. I mean, how many episodes by... before this did Soundwave die? Oh, quite a and few. Blaster. Like, you know, probably so. about 20. And darn you, Soundwave. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Ultra Magnus was killed in this episode by a ninja consultant. And uh, that's yeah. that's where that is. Because you always need one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, yeah, well, I've my, always my was, wondered my, does he my, consult ninjas? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> was he consulting ninjas or was he a ninja? Who was a consultant? Who I think it's a ninja. Uh, a ninja who ninja. consults. He and as know. a ninja, I mean, his first appearance in the Malaysian dub, he's not very sneaky, and he talks a lot for a ninja. Mm. I mean, usually when you think ninja, you think of somebody like Snake Eyes. Well, here's my thing: Cobra never mm-hmm. never hired him to to uh, to give some training to uh, Storm. There you go, consult yeah. their ninjas. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Their ninjas needed help. I mean, was is there like a did I make a Galvatron send on notice? I need a ninja consultant. Can somebody do <laughs> an advertisement? I mean, no, it's like you you started off with, "Hey guys, it's the '80s. We need a ninja somehow. Somehow, send us yeah. a consultant." Ah. It's true. Daredevil was definitely doing well with the ninjas in the '80s. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Like you had there, there was ninjas. There was Uzis. I can see Galvatron. Damn those turtles! Find me a ninja. Mm. <laughs> Now that's the crossover we need. Oh yes, it's the crossover yeah, turtles are stepping on them. You know, mm-hmm. it would be kind of funny if they actually did do a comic that used Malaysian dub style uh, <laughs> dialogue. Oh, that would be fantastic! <laughs> and they did it on purpose. They did mm-hmm. it on purpose. Yes, and they finished it up with "You're welcome." <laughs> yeah. With "You're welcome." Yes. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> did you- did y'all see <laughs> this my is what post? you never knew you always wanted? Did y'all see my post in response to Diecast posting that Photoshop I did of Donna's death's head from like two years? Was that ago. you? Was that you who did that? That was me. I did okay. that like two I, years. You ago. You had seen it before, but uh, <laughs> Don, Don, posted, Don responds I, I to Diecast you. and his wife and his wife. I hate you. I didn't know which one he was responding to. And I responded <laughs> to that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just reposted it as the action figure we all need. Oh, man. No, I, I posted that thing uh, in the Discord chat okay. <laughs> during, during RFC. 
I knew I'd seen it before. <laughs> so was that around the same time as the incident? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, episode 700? Yes. I don't recall. If episode 700 was about two years ago, then sure. It, it was. It was about two years ago. Yeah. It was December. It was. And that, so, that is just remarkable anymore. I still didn't even believe it once I saw it. Every time I plug in my phone, that plays. <laughs> I will Poor never live it down. No. You know, I, I think one of the most important <laughs> things about... <laughs> history on the fives and our, you know, our, our wonderful patrons here is that we used to get a lot of co- uh, comments from viewers as about how we were too mean to Don. <laughs> and you know, now, now that we have successfully outsourced that, I think we don't really get those anymore. So guys, outsourced so it. Outsourced. anytime somebody would comment with that, I would just say, have you seen Don with the day? <laughs> but, oh, okay. my, oh my. All right, let us let us jump to 2002, where uh, the 16th episode of Transformers Armada premiered, which was credulous. Uh, during a battle over a new minicon, Hotshot and Sideways are accidentally teleported to Decepticon Moonbase. Will they able be? Will, will they be able to survive by depending on each other? So minicons are just like the hot girls of Armada. I'm guessing these dudes are always fighting over who's going to get the minicon. Everybody wants them. Yeah. Is this Moonbase 1 or Moonbase 2? That's a good question. Did he go, oh, shit, what are we going to do now? Wow. Just the- only in the theatrical version. Now we have to put a PG rating on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That was the goal. Mm. That was the whole now reason they put that to. line in there. Now yeah. we have to. <laughs> just now. Yeah. It's all your fault. <laughs> and just, okay, so. I feel like uh, Korea kind of had their act together here because, of course, most of the Armada episodes were like single word titles and most of the world that uh, that carries over. But, you know, the credulous, which in Hungarian, the title translated to treachery, uh, Polish was deceit. French was the treason. uh, And France was all. Yes. (laughs) Always. But Korean was two face to double face, and it's like that's okay. That's that's a great title. That's that we should have had that. Of course, then we'd have to have sideways actually named double face here, and that's where it all falls down. But he had two heads. Yeah, technically three. But yes, that's true. Let's see. Uh, that same day in two thousand two, uh, the Legends of the Microns toy line debuted in uh, Japan, including the uh, uh, Super Collection figure. Act nine, which was the little uh Heroes of Cybertron figures. There was an all Armada wave. I don't remember those. I don't I have a feeling the Armada ones never came out here. Just just as a guess. But uh the G ones were hard enough to find. Yeah. And uh of course there were were like I think three or four mega SCFs from uh uh from uh Armada, including one of uh Optimus Prime in his normal mode that always looked really nice and just Never could find that at a price I was willing to pay for the uh, for the uh, quality I expected to get. So these look a little bit like maybe a proto Super Seven. Kinda, yeah. The the Mega SCFs like borrowed some engineering uh, style from the Gundam figures uh, of the time, which of course I was really familiar with and and liked, but um, not quite there because I got Rodimus Prime and the glue holding his lower leg together kind of fell apart like immediately. So. 
that was not great. Hate when my toys break. Yeah, like like a, a day at a day at most after opening it. Yeah, that's, that's still the fun. S- salty about Ravage, and I'm even saltier that Hasbro hasn't really done anything to replace him. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll probably get a, a offered like a complimentary Siege Megatron or something, and you know. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's upscaling a little bit, but sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure right now those those are you know still plentiful and like holding doors open in the factories and what oh. have you so uh, uh, uh. that's actually where no when when they did the 30th anniversary uh gi joe figures they dug up the original head sculpt for gi joe because they were using it as a doorstop in one of the factories overseas funny um but let's see also uh on december 27th of 2002 Titan Books released the Transformers Rage in Heaven trade paperback, which was the uh, second half of Transformers Generation Two. And uh, I'll have to get a hold of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that there's ever been any other like collections of G Two. I've got the first couple episodes, and I've got the last uh, issues, and I've got the last issue of G Two. This yeah, thing I, dates back twenty years now. Yeah, I'm. I missed some in the middle, which drove me crazy. Um, it's one of the reasons I kind of stopped doing uh you know periodical comics just because i kept missing issues and having trouble finding them again exactly so have we heard any recent rumors about who's getting the transformer franchise it's me it's me it's you you're doing the comics it's dawn of the day awesome. is the new comic <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah but no just uh i think the uh latest the the latest rumor that i've heard that i don't put a lot of uh, credence in is that apparently uh psych hill shows up in the guardians of the yes, galaxy Christmas guardians of the special. galaxy and the rumor i heard was is that maybe like a little bit of a hint that marvel has the license to those characters yeah which but they wouldn't cycle <clears throat> go bots belong to transformers they have the name they do not have the appearance well yeah that is true um the appearance has to be uh changed those are yep, yep those are still machine robo characters <clears throat> so they have the name they can they have the character quote unquote sure yeah. sure no like they that got crusher sense. yeah they got crasher yeah. well crasher doesn't look like crasher rumor yeah. debunked yeah for so, now <laughs> yeah but i mean i think given that you know tom skioli did his weird gobots comic i think they probably have some rights to use like some approximation of the characters but i think he had to base them like entirely off of the anime hanna Barbera animation models and just do nothing at all from the yes. uh, from the Machine Robo original toys. Sometimes so. a joke is just a joke. Yeah, sure. And then we have too much into it. Then we have to beat yeah. it to death with sticks. I mean, that's just that's just how it works. Yep. There are no happy said, little accidents. Somebody said Kevin Bacon's now canon in the Marvel universe. Well, he was the first time that Peter Quill mentioned him. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. along with David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, and also I'm pretty sure that this fact will never be, you know, it will never be important or relevant except for people who need to, uh, you know, connect Kevin Bacon to things. So, yes. Oh, six degrees of it. Yeah. Uh, but let's see, 2017, on December the 27th, IDW uh, released Scarlet Strike Force Issue 1. Uh, G.I. Joe prepares to strike at Cobra's new headquarters, but dark magics are at work and strange creatures await the heroes. Damn Scarlet. I don't know. I I never read a bit of this, so uh, I'm sure it's the, the uh, crossover with Rom Dire Race or whatever. Oh I, yeah, I think it was yeah. like the follow up to that first strike. I think is the last time I uh, uh, Inhumanoids, yeah. Inhumanoids. No, nope, you don't get those. Uh, 
So yeah, no inhumanoids and yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the thing, but also you that you, you don't get any Hector Ramirez, my friend. No. I just like, <clears throat> I like how they're singing inhumanoids and, and I think that voice tries to sing. Humanoids. Yeah. Is it me or does that voice sound a little bit like the same guy that did Lurch in the Adams family? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could Ray. be. And then there's the, the, the I don't know. He just got elected to Senate in Pennsylvania. So <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay. Also, Woody Lurch. <laughs> Also, uh, uh, also that day, Lost Life Light issue twelve, which was the Plotters Club Part Three: Journey's End. Uh, the protect- did, did you say Potter? Potter Club. <laughs> I, you, you, I should have. You don't work for Potter now, are you? Hmm. No, nor would the Protectobots work for Getaway, which is you know how uh, how that wound up because yeah, Getaway took nice him and was a jerk. Thank you. <laughs> um. Let's see. Also that day, the. Uh, uh, Transformers Autocracy trilogy was uh, released in uh, paperback, which was a the uh, uh, online originally online only uh, comics by uh, John Barber and Livio Ramondelli, or was it Flint Dilly and yeah Flint Dilly and Livio Ramondelli, and uh, also Drift Origins and Empires, which was pretty much all the just about all the drift related uh, material ever published in one place. Back when so, Drift was rolling. little known fact, yeah. Flint Dilly worked, worked for Dairy Queen at one point in his life, and he's responsible mm. for the Dilly bar. Mm. Seriously? <laughs> sure. You got to responsible- re- learn how to read Bob's face. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, he's responsible for so many other things. I mean, that could... Hey, why not? Yeah. Be true. Why not? Let's see. Uh, also that day, the Transformers versus G.I. Joe quintessential collection hardcover, which was Basically, all of Tom Skilly's uh, Transformers versus G.I. Joe comics in one place. Which... What did the Quintessons have to do with G.I. Joe? Who even knows? I mean, anything could have anything to do with anything in that book. That that comic exactly. Was, that comic <clears throat> was insane. It, it is. Uh, I need to get a copy of that. I don't have it yet. I need to work on that. The artwork reminds me, and I probably mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I just uh, have that. Huh? I think I bought that. Hmm. Um, uh, <clears throat> my mind is derailed here. The uh, artist that worked on uh, Hands of Kung Fu and also Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, back in the sixties. Oh, I remember his Bushima. No, you thinking of uh, Jim Steranko or? I am thinking of Steranko. There's a bit okay. of a Steranko quality here to this cover. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot of uh, a lot of influences like that. Uh, uh, Steranko and Kirby and Ditko and all of those people. And oh, cool. Just- he just, you know, I like that he, you know, those are things that a lot of people have been influenced by over the years. And he just managed to run in a completely different direction with it than pretty much anyone else who, who claims those people as influences. So there's definitely, there's nobody else around doing the kind of thing he does at the moment. So that's, ah, so yeah, like I said, definitely want to pick up that, uh, hardcover if it's still in print. But also, uh, that's the nice thing about hardcovers. They usually are some somewhere. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, also that same day in 2017 hatchet part works, put out another volume of the definitive G one collection. This one being volume 44, all hell Megatron part two, which was issues nine through 16. And you know, somewhere, somewhere in a British goodwill, there's probably a whole box of those that I'd love to just 
take home. But uh, yeah, why no. is that serious? There's no such thing as British goodwill. They don't have. <laughs> Let's see. Bunch of we, Scrooges. No. Ah, humbug. We have now made it to December the 28th somehow. Um, and in 1942, uh, uh, voice actor Benoit Alamein was born, who was the uh, European French voice of Hound in the live action film series. So, je suis une grosse ballerina qui prend des scalps et des tronches de gourd. So, I translated the line from where he's a fat ballerina that takes scalps. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ah, serious. I, I, I so wanted to hear him ask Mirage if he could make him a two car <laughs> garage back on Saint Patron. So, December 28th, 2012, uh, to Homie released uh, Generations Optimus Prime and Jazz, those being uh, the uh, War for Cybertron uh, uh, Optimus Prime, and I'm not sure. I think it's the fall of Cybertron jazz. So yeah. Yeah. Fall of Cybertron jazz. So that probably what means that the first one, even though the picture it gave me was war for Cybertron prime, it was probably fall. Yep. Okay. Which much simpler, uh, toy than, and smaller toy than fall of Cybertron, uh, or the war for Cybertron prime. It was another the Cybertronian one. forms then, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. I got this. Yeah. And they're the, it was another one of those, uh, one of those, transitional uh waves where they were figuring out exactly what they could do within you know the current deluxe budget right and as a consequence yeah they, they were not like much for being much smaller and much less complicated than the uh oh, war, for, war for yeah i did too you know that that war for cybertron prime is just so frustrating to handle as far as i'm concerned that fall of cybertron prime much nicer figure they've used it for several other figures haven't they uh, it was. It also became War for Cybertron Ultra Magnus. Yeah, and it's got do a Bakon figure. Yeah, I think they probably did. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it sounds right. So I'm just somebody... scrolling through the wiki of all of the Optimus Prime toys. There are so. Oh yeah, that was the one. That was the mold they used for uh, Knights of Unicron Optimus Prime. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, and also uh, in 2017, Tar- uh, Takara Tomi released. Uh, bunch of uh uh some of like basically like the tail end i i want to say of their uh legends releases where they were really diverging from uh from the hasbro product pretty considerably and uh so that's where we got uh bumble and excel uh suit spike which uh there was kind of an equivalent in the u.s uh, of that spike well it was the daniel that became headmaster rc but different faceplate of course um, target master, uh, slug slinger with cali- caliburst, uh, perceptor with amhorn and octone with, uh, ghost star scream. I would like to have that. Yeah. Also masterpiece sunstreaker and the, and a reissue of masterpiece black convoy. But yeah, this, this Japanese target masters are really nice. I, I was really kind of hoping we'd get, uh, we'd get reissues of those in the U S at some point, but, uh, no such luck. And, uh. December 29th uh, was the day that uh, in 1967 that the trouble with, with Tribbles uh, first aired. Off topic, but better than nothing, as uh, Bob put here. But I believe that the uh, <laughs> author of that episode, David Gerald, did end up working on uh, some G1 episodes. Well, looky there. 
uh, unintentional uh, link. Let me double check that. that. No, his name is not in there, but I could have sworn. What was oh, the well. trouble with the troubles? They reproduce. Yeah. Was that the trouble? It was the trouble. They it was yeah, the trouble was... that they ate all the grain? Well, that's... Or was it the Klingons' trouble with the troubles that they identify them as Klingons? Which trouble was it? I think it was a little bit of yes. all the multitude Or was it the trouble that Spock beat them all on board the Klingon cruiser? And then they had to deal with the... They ate tribbles for months. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how tribbles, tribbles best. Tribbles best serve raw. They look like they're all... Or just like all fuzz. Yeah. Mm, they got some reproductive organs. Yeah, they, that, mm. I'm sure that had to be... I'm sure Rocky that had Mountain to be... Triple oysters. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> triple oysters it is. Yeah. I, I'm sure that's got to be unpleasant eating, though. It just really doesn't yeah. sound good. No. But into it, it goes... <laughs> Yes, well, I mean, maybe you can eat them like an apple, but it was, I would think they would be kind of fuzzy in the teeth. Put it, yeah, put them in the water and you Ugh. turn it up slowly. <laughs> the triple doesn't know it's getting boiled alive. I must be thinking of another Star Trek writer because it doesn't appear he ever worked on Transformers. So, you know, strike that. He did work okay. on the real Ghostbusters, though. So, but did we decide which was the triple trouble? Seven <laughs> degrees of triple trouble. I, I think they'll, I think they can take turns. It'll, it'll be fine. Now, are Tribbles ninja consultants? Hmm. No, I think you need a ninja consultant to get rid of your Tribbles is where, yes. where that comes from. Okay. Oh, well, no, I think Tribbles have no. ninja skills. That, no, they seem only to be been pretty better. good. They only seem to be good at two things, eating and reproducing. Yeah. That episode mm-hmm. would have been better if it was Harry Mudd and his Tribbles. Yeah. Okay. Um, December, 30th, tribbles. Uh, December 30th, apparently Takara released uh, all of their legend stuff again. Um. <laughs> It was so good we did did it twice. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. Oh well. Huh. I wonder if the guy who put the show notes together made a mistake. No. Uh, no. He probably had to do it in a hurry, you know? Nah. He had like forever. And also What's that guy. Bob, Bob, can't, can't you put your show notes together? <laughs> Are you working for Retrace your now? straps. Where where did you have a hiding place that you kept the money in? That is exactly what it says on the wiki on December 30th. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I copied and pasted it. So, weird. yeah, that's kind okay, of Okay, yeah. So, I wonder <coughs> wiki error. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if one was like a street date. It's in both days, the, the 28th and the 30th. Yeah. Weirdness. Either way, that uh, kicks us forward to December 31st. <laughs> and in 1937, Sir Anthony Hopkins was born with a taste for liver, fava beans, and a nice Chianti. Nice. And, uh, of course, played Sir Edmund Burton in Transformers: The Last Night, and uh, yeah, the wiki just said he was an actor in the trans in Transformers: The Last Night. I'm like, why didn't they list his character name? Yeah, he wasn't a Witwicky. He was no. the last of the Witwickens. He was a Burton. Yeah, well, maybe on his father's side, but on his mother's side, <laughs> then he, he was a Witwicken. Okay, she was the last of the Witwickens. Yes. Well, and she's a Wiccan. Were, so. they, were they wit- witches at one time? Well, it almost makes me wonder because a were Wiccan wit- is. Warlocks? <laughs> I mean, a, a Wiccan is a form of a uh, witch, isn't it? It's well, it's, yeah, but that doesn't explain the last of the. I mean, the last of the Wit Wiccans. Was not a movie in the movie in the nineties? The last of the Wit Wiccans. Yeah, I don't know. Was it the last of the Wiccans? That's the Mo Wiccans. Yeah. Well, so there were Mo of them. There was Mo Wickens. No, you're thinking Mo Wickens. <laughs> yes, Mo Wickens. Okay. Exactly. Yes. We All knew right. exactly what he meant. Yeah. 
Okay, we've stabbed that joke to death. So in 2017, <laughs> we were, in 2017, the robots uh, in disguise mobile game joined it in death as it was delisted from the uh, Google Play and i uh, and Apple stores. And nobody heard Prowl's voice. No, nobody heard Prowl's voice, and uh, ah, you could no longer mine it to figure out what uh, figures were coming out later. And uh, December first, thirty uh, first, in the possible future, depending. Uh, on when you're listening to this in 2022 is the final day for RoboSend Strike Gold sweepstakes, which I'm what? assuming gives uh, is giving away some of their large uh, Optimus Prime robots. Never even heard of this, nor I until now. But that's why we're here, man. Where, where did you have Strike you Gold sweepstakes? Yeah, it's a gold uh, RoboSend Optimus Prime. It's a how do you it's a, this? It says here. I'm looking at the site right now. Uh, says how to enter purchase an elite Optimus Prime. Bull first. crap. Okay, or no purchase necessary, simply print and mail in form. Mail yeah. to sweepstakes, okay. PO box, link below. Fill this Do form out, proof of purchase of the elite Optimus Prime. So <clears throat> that's kind of weird in that you can, if you buy one, you could fill out the form online. If you don't, then there's a mail in form. So we can just Which, throw it away when it gets the, there. PDF. Uh, that would confuse yeah. half the population with yeah. mailing something in. So yeah, that's probably what they're thinking. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm almost inclined to print this off and send it out. Send yeah, a self-addressed stamped envelope with five dollars and six robots. Uh, yeah. Says here. I mean, it's got all the usual suspects as far as like things to fill out. Put it. Put it. Put it in the chat. All right. I'll put it in the chat. Hang on one second. Copy that. And chat, chat, chat. Back to the Burtons. Well, go on, man, do the thing. So it's not even called the Golden Lagoon or anything like that? It's just... No. Mm -mm. To enter without purchase, download the entry form from the How to Enter section of the official rules and mail it to... And there's a post office box. Uh, Total AVR... Excuse me, ARV of all prizes, 7,000. $290 $290 odds of winning will depend on the number of recipient or, you know, people who I guess enter. I imagine mm-hmm. your odds are going to be pretty good since they require p- uh, purchasing a very expensive toy or I mailing know. this in. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So basically the four of us, <laughs> maybe so good luck to the rest of you three. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So there's, uh, huh. yeah, it's a lucky draw basically. A lucky draw, yeah. highly expensive Optimus Prime robot. Yeah. yeah. So it's pure gold. I, I've heard. Oh yeah, it's gold <laughs> plastic. Comes pre-gold and broken. <laughs> you set it down, it transforms once and crumbles. It <laughs> comes pre-busted. So the biggest complaint I've heard about this robot is it doesn't know how to sit, stand still. It uh, breathes. It moves constantly. You have to basically put it back in the box in order to get it to shut down. So you can't really Ooh, display it's signed it on a by show. Peter Cullen. Yes, they are giving away one of their like original models signed by Peter Cullen. Mm. Oh, there you go. All right then. We print yeah. this out in the morning, I guess. Yeah, probably probably worth writing them a polite letter and seeing what happens. You could win one of nine. That's one for each of us. We could yeah. each win two. Yeah, That's right. It's practically in the bag. I'll, I'll burn a stamp. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 
Okay. okay we- tell Brian not to put, post this until after Christmas. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's New Year's to put this episode up. I mean, I may not have to tell him anything as busy as the poor guy's been. So, yep. man, uh, I I know he's got to be looking forward to when his kids are a little bit older and stop bringing home like every disease known to man. Oh, that doesn't forever. happen until yeah. well, my kids brought home crap from college. So yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. And then when you start having oh. grandkids, they'll start bringing everything. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully yeah. by then I will have had exposure to enough of the shit that they get that it won't bother me. Oh, fingers crossed. My mom has not come down with any of the crud. Good. Um, you know, she's in her 70s because she's probably been exposed to whatever it is at some yeah. point in her life. Mm-hmm. She's well, Come on, printer. Her uh, immune system <laughs> has become immortal. Uh, that or it's like... Uh, Mr. Burns, she's got so many diseases that they're all just trying to get through the door all at once. They're, they're fighting <laughs> each other for dominance. Each other for dominance. <laughs> That's what keeps you safe. That's if right. you get enough of them at the same time, they just fight each other. And they don't worry with you. Uh, uh, it's a death match. It is a death yeah. match. But that brings us to the end of our show. So we have uh, we have made it through the uh, Christmas week 2022. And uh, with very few tangents, yeah, very, (laughs) very few uh, tangents, a couple of very large ones, but not not a lot of them. So, this is this one was practically smooth as butter. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can't believe it's not butter, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Spray, I I never believed it. Uh, I my my favorite thing, uh. If my local grocery store just always abbreviates the the that on their sign as it's not butter, just no, it's funny. <laughs> take all the mystery out of it. Yeah, where's the old timers right. call it oleo? Yeah, oleo. My uh, we have a recipe book, a family recipe book, and there are recipes in there that call for oleo. Cook your family? Yes, they're delicious. I'll tell you, we it's have a, beans. We have serve a, mankind. Yeah. We, right. have, we have an Amish cookbook here and it, I, they're it, hard to catch though. Oh yeah. But they, the they're, they're the thing. There's, an they're, epi- they're in horse drawn buggies. They're not moving that fast. Yeah. There's, there's an episode, there's a, a recipe a in there that calls for a cup of cooked snits. Snits. What in the world? And that I believe turned out to be dried apple. Oh, okay. Wow. But is yeah, there, just there I, in- I had no way to know that until we until we had the internet. I I you know, <laughs> and there's no explanation for anybody. You didn't find snit in the dictionary. There's, no, <laughs> I don't know if I got that a- much snot. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know if I have that much of. I don't know what it is. Anybody they need to have cold? an index. There needs to be an index in the bag of you know uh, uh, their their listing of jargon. And what it actually means. You like oh, said yeah. typo. Is it spit? Snot? Shit? A, <laughs> I've got a cookbook that was written by a chef uh, in Canada. And he calls for fiddleheads. Serving fiddleheads with different dishes. Well, who like, does? I've never seen a fiddlehead. I, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. So what is it? Did you ever find out? It's a vegetable that looks like a little green fiddlehead, like at the top of a you know a fiddle where it like curls. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, you know, I got the internet. I guess we'll look at it now. Down in Georgia. 
They're looking for yeah, The devil loves them. Fiddleheads <laughs> <laughs> plant. Yeah, you know what it looks like? It kind of looks like a uh, caterpillar to me. Kind of does, which, you yeah. know, I, yep. I think of the two, I'd rather be eating chunks of a violin, but that's just me. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks I like guess. a fern. Yep. It's a fern yeah. from the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah, fern greens is what is apparently uh, what those are. So Yeah. Well, uh, I've got a German cookbook that calls for dandelion. Yeah, I've people would make dandelion salad and stuff like that, or cook them. Yeah, seen seen a few things. There's there's all sorts of crap out there you can eat. You just never see it in the store. Yeah. So Germans go good with dandelion. (laughs) Oh yes, (laughs) absolutely. That's what it meant too. Oh yeah. Or uh, (laughs) I recommend the Hansel und Gretel. How many how many times can I take this literally? <laughs> I don't know, Drax. How many times, times can you take it literally? <laughs> All right, so yeah, that is that has been a show. It, it definitely some form of show, and I want to. Yeah, thank you once again to everybody for listening and for you know being patrons of Radio Free Cybertron because we could not we could not make the show without you, obviously, because that's who's here. And if you would like to join us, uh. Please, you know, tfradio.net uh, slash Patreon or patreon.com uh, slash tfradio. If you join the touch tier, you can uh, you can join us on Tuesday nights and we record history on the fives. If you want to catch the show early, there are other tiers for that. And just, yeah, thank you to everybody for putting up with whatever this is. And, uh, you know, uh, we thank you, Rob, for putting up with whatever <laughs> what a, this is. What a way to put it. With whatever this is, yeah, it's so accurate. Yeah, but the top five where we cover shows on the on the twelves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I wonder this if one. I filled this out in crayon, I would stand a better chance of winning. <laughs> I have a feeling since I'm sure I'm sure that you know that's a big heavy slab of metal, as I recall. So just it's probably like ages thirteen and up. So oh you know. darn it! Yeah, go, go to write pencil. it in pen. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the most permanent of all writing devices. Yes. Try to remember how you wrote in middle school and do that. Yes. Oh, it makes you think I don't write that way now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, totally most of my writing write is notes, just scribbles. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I understand. Yeah. We can't I, all I, write legibly like me. Have yeah. you seen uh, it yes. my, my, Well, I'll put it this way. Whenever... Whenever my brother puts uh, writes anything on the whiteboard on the fridge so that we can uh, so that we can you know make a shopping list, uh, basically after that becomes a guessing game as to whatever he actually wrote there. <laughs> so uh, the last one, I hope the guess, I hope my guess of ketchup was right because that's what I ordered. And uh, beyond that, the other guesses were you know I don't remember, but I think Dotson was in there somewhere. Uh, you know he, <laughs> he may have been asking snits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need some snits. But I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Anyway, um yeah. yeah, okay. We've I we've gotten derailed in the outro now. I think that's probably a new record. So <laughs> Joey, final thoughts. <laughs> final thoughts. Oh wow. Okay. So uh uh you can follow me on Twitter uh at uh if you know if you want to. I'm not trying to make you, but if you want to at Robo Joe 75, where I have posted today uh my glorious new uh victory saber. Awesome. He is magnificent love it also been posting here and there not every day i need to get better about that until christmas gets here what's prime what's christmas prime up to 
because he's up, he's been up to shenanigans and sort of police in the house. Uh, he's been like uh, shaking down the Christmas ornaments, you know, what, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So that's just pretty much it. Yep. Okay. And Bob. So, uh, you can also visit me on Twitter at spiderbob 7 where I also posted some pictures of Victory Saber and Victory Leo, uh, along with uh, pictures of uh, some of my toys wearing little Santa hats, and then oh, uh, repostings. Nice thanks, and then repostings of content by uh, Joey and Sean. All right, content. Apparently, there's content. Sean, tell there's us about content. content. I have content. Uh, I, I do a little little daily strip called dawn of the day where we're doing it's one it's a it's a what's it called joey what's, what's what am i doing christmas carol that's it yeah christmas carol uh, uh don of course is scrooge and uh right now ah. he's he's with the ghost of christmas christmas unopened presents mm-hmm. uh dawn of the day may go on hiatus in january though because hopefully i'll be moving which is good for all of my followers. So if you want to follow me at Sean the Monk on Twitter, because uh, if you're a follower and when I move and I unpack, more than likely I'm going to be giving away a whole lot of stuff. That's why I'm helping him move. So (laughs) So Joey's Joey's mom hooked his little friend up with a house. I'm I'm in the process of getting the house. The even home special was last Friday and the appraisals this, this Thursday. So. Nice. Even as of a couple of days ago, has been referred to as my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's little friend who looked like he ate Joey and, and just kept him in his tummy. <laughs> uh, but uh, mm, Joey's that's so, some good eating right there. <laughs> so it's a good reason to follow me because I have been known to just randomly give away toys, even some good stuff. So it's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, sitting I'm still in my waiting for him right to now, send me. Uh, I'm still waiting for him to send me a box full of parts. Well, I, yeah, that, yeah. that'll I be could, once I get everything organized. But uh, I could send you a box full of parts. I mean, I, I mean, sitting in my living room right now, mm-hmm. I'm looking at six six shots, uh, four scourges. Are, are these new six shots or uh, the, the Titans classic. Return? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, <laughs> Ghostbuster craps. So, are you going to relegate your geekdom to one particular room, or is it going to be a? I have a twenty-four by thirty-five foot shop. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're going to use it as a shop or you just going to use, use it as my geek room. Nice. All right. So it is empty. It's going to have rafters. I can hang stuff. Cool. Walls are bare. Is it have heated electric. and air conditioned? Not yet, but it will be. Well, nice. be. yeah, it does have electric. So it has, it has an electrical panel. It's a 200 amp electrical panel. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Nice. Nothing enough there, but two lights. So on the inside <laughs> of the, sh- of the, sh- of the shop, is it bare studs or is it's it block finished? walls? Okay. Nice. So, so when you say block walls, are you talking about like cinder blocks? CMU. CMU, yeah. Concrete masonry yeah. units. Cinder blocks. Yep. Yep. Nice. So it's it's just a it's a bare canvas waiting to be painted. Very nice. Cool. And since the majority of everything I own will be in that room. So you're just gonna own a house and live in a shed? Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, the bathrooms are in the house. In the bedroom. I was going to say, you, you can always put a bucket out there, I suppose. But Well, here's the thing I discovered last week oh, when no. I threw with my home inspector. Mm-hmm. is uh, He goes, is that another vent pipe? Do you have a second sepsis system out here? He said, just build a bathroom on here and you don't ever have to leave your shop. <laughs> there you go. So are you going to build an outhouse? Is that what you're telling us? 
Yeah, I may just put a bathroom addition on. Why yeah. not? Sure. Uh, I mean, because what it is is they they had a travel trailer behind this thing, oh. and his father lived in it. <clears throat> sure. Ah, so that so was where the so septic tank was for that. So I may you have do a sept- I may have it. a second septic system. Yeah. Wow. And there's a concrete pad out there. It won't be nothing to build a room on there. Sure. Cut a door on the wall. And there you go. Nice. So the pad is where they were parking the RV. Yes. So it's big. There, that's a big. That's a, a big bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> there are a he, lot. Of he suggested a kitchenette. And a, he said a kitchenette and a bathroom. Yeah. But, but Joey, Joey's looking looking forward to if he ever gets kicked out, he's got a place to stay. I got a place. <laughs> yeah. Just just in case. I mean, I don't think that'll happen. But did you never know? Start Sean, fight. He's going to start would, fights with his wife on purpose. Why would Sean kick you out, Joey? No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I will have the toy room of all toy rooms. Well, it's no not real until you post toys. pictures. That's true. That's true. Not true. real until I sign the papers and get the get the mortgage going. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So so hopefully, January twentieth is my hopeful close date. Closing so, date. Nice. Well, fingers crossed that all goes. Uh, so goes follow through. me now. Follow me now. <laughs> yes, follow him now. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Twitter at Rob Flails, which is mostly for my YouTube channel Flailthroughs. Also, whatever else just springs into my head. And uh, it's it's you know good seventy five percent chance it'll be Gundam related if not the rest uh, is Transformers but uh, at any rate Transformers yeah I hear those are really good but uh, but yes thank you once again they're hard to spot though because they're in disguise yeah it's true and uh, you know Merry Christmas Happy Holidays Happy New Year and we will catch you again soon till then till all five. This was Hot 5, Transformers History on the Fives. If you want to be a part of the show, join us on our Patreon at the Touch tier. Just go to patreon.com slash tfradio to join. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.